Thank you. Can everyone hear me okay? Wonderful. Um, if any time tonight you cannot hear me um, or I'm getting frozen, um, feel free to give me a thumbs down. I won't take it personally. Um, and I might turn off my video, which um, doesn't affect the audio. Um, we also are recording the talk tonight. Is that correct, Nicole? Um, so we will be recording this talk. It will only record, well, while Zoom records the audio um, and it records the visual, know that we will only be using the audio. We will not be using the visuals. So if you see the record button, you do not have to worry that your video will be posted online. Hmm. So, I have been spending this stay-at-home time um, reading a lot of Dharma books, um, watching and listening to practice talks, enjoying a Paramita study group, um, and really um, enjoying a deeper dive into um, the Dharma and my practice. Um, However, sometimes what I find is when I um, read so much and listen to so many talks as I can um, get into a space where I'm intellectualizing the practice a lot more than I am applying the practice. And um, recently I've had two profound moments of really applying my practice. Um, and I wanted to share those with you. Um, sometimes on an intellectualized um, level, I, I struggle with the idea that um, we have the power to relieve giant social injustices, animal injustices, environmental injustices, and suffering in the world just by sitting, staying still. Um, and from having these two micro moments, I can better see how many, many micro moments can lead to macro change. Um, that being said, this is still something I struggle with. So, and I don't plan to completely answer it in my talk tonight. Um, but I, um, these are two examples of my running away from suffering and my running towards happiness and moments of stopping and staying put and staying put in suffering and staying put in happiness. So earlier this year, um, my life changed when my dear, dear friend invited me to be in the room when she gives birth. Um, it's a room I never thought I would be in and such a intimate invitation, um, an invitation into our friendship. Um, and so I, I enjoyed the preparing for such a monumentous occasion. Um, I read books about natural childbirth in hospitals, natural childbirth in communities, natural childbirth in vans and cars. Um, 
I planned uh, to take a tour of the birthing center and even planned to uh, attend her prenatal yoga classes with her. Um, however, during this COVID time, um, my friend was diagnosed with a rare early onset preeclampsia and was rushed into an emergency cesarean. And before I continue, I want to say that both mama and baby are healthy and happy. But at the time, he was six weeks early and her levels were dangerously high and dangerously low and she was being carefully monitored um, for a while her health was uh, worse than the the preemie baby and um, i arrived to the hospital the first morning of this emergency stay with food and with provisions from their home and when I called her husband to um, come, come get them from outside the hospital because they were not allowing visitors, um, he said he was at his house looking for the provisions that I had, you know, brought them and had in the bag. And so he was gonna grab a few more things and then come to the hospital. And I was, um, I was so frustrated because I, I was there to help and I felt helpless. I felt powerless. Um, I was struggling that I was right there outside the hospital. I'm just yards away from my friend in the hospital and I, I can't help. I can't go in to sit with her, to support her, to talk to her, listen to her. Um, and, and then this line from a Dharma talk I had listened to came to me. Um, and it was, if you want peace, then peace. If you want peace in your life, it is available to you in every moment, in right now, in this moment. And it was a great time of... Um, taking in all that, those Dharma talks and, and all the, um, the thoughts of our practice and getting them right when I needed them. And I wanted peace. I wanted peace for myself. I wanted peace for them. I wanted peace for my friends and their new baby in this scary time, in this scary situation. And so I stopped. I stopped my thinking. I stopped and I just sat there outside the hospital and I watched the spring snow and I observed what little spring buds were coming up in this, what seemed to be forgotten hospital grounds. And I just observed my breath and I found myself for my, in my first time ever in my practice, breathing in and saying wonderful moment and breathing out and saying happy moment. Uh, I've heard of this practice before. It comes up often, wonderful moment, happy moment. I'm not a fan of this practice or these, this mantra. I think 
all right, if it's a wonderful, happy moment, you know, I don't know, no need to say it, it's there. And uh, if it's a moment full of suffering, it feels very patronizing. Wonderful moment, happy moment. And yet here I was in, in one of the, the darkest moments of my year of my life saying wonderful moment, happy moment, and believing it and feeling it. Because it, it was, I felt a wonderful moment and happy moment to be with my practice, to feel my practice, and to come back to that moment. And I realized I was so grateful for my friend for being late because I had the time to stop and to breathe. I was of no help to him if he had come um, outside those doors and found me um, anxious and stressed out and this desire to help and this this desire that was never going to be met, this need not being met. And instead, when he pulled up, um, I could meet him with uh, a calm smile, um, with ease, and with patience, and with a more fuller cup to give. My other um, great time with my practice has been more recent. Um, that was four weeks ago because now uh, the baby is four weeks old and he is gaining weight and soon to leave the hospital. Um, my husband and I have been actively building out our van. We have been planning for two years this dream to move into a six by 10 foot area on wheels and travel the country um, and enjoy this time together of rest, of discovery, of, oh, just your classic dreams come true. And, uh, and now with this COVID era, you know, everyone is asking me uh, if our plans are changing and they have to. And yet I am so strongly grasping on. And our original plan was to leave mid-June. So now I'm like, okay, okay, mid-July. We could do mid-July. And I say like, okay, well, maybe we'll just, we'll stay in Montana for a while until it's safe to travel other parts. And I keep making these concessions and keep grasping on to this dream because this dream means happiness and I'm just running towards it. And I don't want to slow down for anything. I don't want to slow down for the first pandemic ever hitting our nation, our world. And I went for a run and I went to a park and I stopped and sat and watched the clouds moving over Missoula, looked at the mountains and uh, could recognize um, this grasping that I have and this running towards happiness that I have. Um, 
I'm not observing the happiness I have right here, right now. I have a gratitude practice. Um, I think about how I'm, I'm grateful for um, my, my job right now and um, my community and my health. Um, but that doesn't, that wasn't translating to the larger picture. I could be grateful for these things and I could still be running towards something bigger, something better. Um, and this ideal. And it's only through stopping and sitting and breathing that I recognize I, I really am happy right now. Um, and that it is such a happy moment. And if I just like, if you want peace, then peace. If I want happiness, then happiness and fulfillment. And I sat there in the park thinking, oh, what a happy moment. I am so happy to be here um, and not yet living in a 60 foot square space. I'm happy to be in Missoula in such a loving, fulfilling community. I'm happy to have the security of friends nearby and the security of home, of familiarity, of good health. And so while we maintain a goal, and it's a goal we continue to work towards, it's no longer a goal I'm racing towards. And, um, and it's, a, it's a goal rather than mm, maybe uh, an outcome, maybe then like an ideal, like this is how it will be. This is the ideal world. Um, And by stopping that, we are finding so much more joy in the process of moving towards that goal and the process of building, of um, taking our time and of not having such a stringent end date and having happiness along the way, in the way, right now. So I'm very grateful for these online communities, for the online Dharma talks, and for the books available um, to rent over digital libraries. Um, and while I continue to intake all those things and, and fill me up, um, I also um, remember that they are filling up, um, they're filling me up for when I stop and to remind myself to stop um, more often. That way during a talk, I have more than two profound moments of stopping. I can say, oh, which one do I choose? <laughs> so thank you, community. 
thank you, dear family, for listening and for allowing me to share tonight.